Welcome everyone, this is Russ Galzo, Chronicles of the End Times. So glad to be with you today in this special episode, the revival, the move of God that's going on at Asbury University in Central Kentucky. And if you haven't checked it out, please do. God is doing amazing things. And this Christian university has experienced revivals and moves of God in February in the past. Amazingly so. Maybe God picks February, the month that we celebrate Valentine's Day, to display his great love, his pure love. They've had revivals in 1905, 1970, and they've had them in 1992 and 2006. Amazing. God pouring out his spirit in those times. And now he's doing it again. Thousands are coming from all over the country and Canada because they've been watching it on TikTok and Instagram. Over 25 million views throughout the world. God is showing his great love. It is amazing to watch. And I can say that I've been a part of such a revival in the 60s and 70s, seen God do amazing things. When we were young, long hairs coming in to the church with our cut-off jeans and hearing the word of God and just responding to the Spirit's call. And God moved on many, many thousands of people in that time during the Jesus movement. And many of those are in ministry today doing a powerful work for God. So we see here that God is moving again. And as we've been talking about the counterfeit church, and we've been talking about how God is going to move also during those times. And here we are with a great example of that. Every time I teach on this subject, God reminds me of the railroad tracks. And you could say, what in the world are you talking about? Well, we look at those two rails, those parallel rails that run together. And the Holy Spirit reminds me that in the last days, although the enemy is doing his thing, God is going to be doing his thing. He's going to be moving by his Spirit, calling those who will repent and come to him. Right now, there are over 3,000 worshipers in the auditorium, worshiping God, giving their testimonies, sharing scripture. Thousands on the outside looking to get in to see what's going on here. And many attendees at the Asbury Gathering, according to some quotes, saying they were drawn there by the spiritual presence they felt was at the event. God is calling. And when the presence of God comes, I can tell you that it doesn't matter if you're saved or unsaved, you sense his presence. It is undeniable because he is the God of all the universe. And when he walks into a place, you know it. And they are experiencing some awesome things down there in Asbury University. How does something like this start? Well, it starts with a bunch of students who get together and call on the name of the Lord, and they just dedicate themselves to it. They were hungering and thirsting for God. They just wanted his presence so bad. And God visited them, and it just began to grow from there. And that's how it always starts, with a few people hungering and thirsting for God. God hears and he moves. We know that our society is broken. All my three daughters work in schools at some level, and they see it in the young children in the middle schools. They're just so stressed. That should not be. They should be enjoying life a little bit. It's hard enough to go through the middle years, but now all the society is put on them. They don't know whether they're coming or going or who they are or who they're supposed to be, and that is a social breakdown. There was an article I read earlier today on a book called Habits of the Heart by sociologist Robert Bella, first published in 1985. It's one of the most discussed interpretations of American society. In this new edition, the author relates arguments about our current situation in American society and debates over the future, and it's really revealing. 
He talks about the change in our times. According to Bella, the social history of the United States made it the most individualistic culture in the world. American culture elevates the interests of the individual over the family, community, and nation. But for the last two centuries, Americans' religious devotion kind of counterbalanced the individuality. The church demanded charity and compassion for the needy. It encouraged young people to confine sexual expression to marriage, and it encouraged spouses to stick to their vows. So Bella's conclusion was that he wrote that American individualism, now largely freed from the counterbalance of religion, is headed towards social fragmentation, economic inequality, family breakdown, and many other dysfunctions. Why am I referencing that? Because we can see that that's true of our society. That's why we need and we pray for this type of move of God that's going on in Asbury University. We pray that it'll spread through social media. Let us spread to the whole world and have an impact on people. And let us sit back and think about where we are as individuals and what we're thinking. The last quote I'd like to make is really, to me, startling. It says, the modern self is extraordinarily fragile. While having the freedom to define and validate oneself is superficially liberating, it is also exhausting. You and you alone must create and sustain your identity. This has contributed to the unprecedented levels of depression, anxiety, and never-satisfied longings for affirmation. Wow! If that doesn't sound like where we are right now, with our selfies and with our posts, then I don't know what does. But what's going on today in Asbury University and what's spreading is going to move those people out of self and into the presence of God, which will open the doors for them to be thinking about who they really are, who God made them to be, and get us out of the falseness, putting filters on our pictures, making sure our posts show how glorious things are going. And that goes along with all the, all the falseness we've been talking about and all the counterfeit feelings and counterfeit religion, counterfeit gods that we make and create in this world. America needs revival, not just because our culture is broken, but because we need to know how much God loves us. And we don't know how much God loves us, and that's our problem. There's nothing we can do to make God love us more or less, because God is love, the scripture tells us. He just loves. This is who he is. Besides the many attributes that God has, love is preeminent. I'd like to end today's episode with a quote from C.S. Lewis. He offers this observation. The infinite value of each human soul is not a Christian doctrine. God did not die for man because of some value he perceived in him. The value of each human soul considered simply in itself out of relation to God, is zero. As Paul writes, to have died for a valuable man would have been not divine, but merely heroic. But God died for sinners. He loved us not because we were lovable, but because he is love. Let's pray together that the move of God in Asbury University in Central Kentucky will continue. People will get saved. People will look into it. They'll watch the videos. They'll read about it. And maybe in their own place, in the silence of their own home or car, they'll begin to cry out to God and say, Lord, take away my falseness. Take away my mask. I want to see you for who you are. I want to know you. 
This is Russ Galsel for Chronicles of the End Times. Till next time, keep looking up. King is coming.